0: This is Stephanie, and this is the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Minutes Podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me a Coffee. So, if you haven't heard buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some um support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators. That includes me. <laughs> um so it's in the increments of either a dollar, three dollars, or five dollars, and you can do as many as you would like. Um, so I just wanted to let you guys know with love, love, love some support. So if you would go to buy me. A coffee.com backslash mocha minutes. I would greatly appreciate it. It will also be in the show notes.
1: Okay, here we go. And I never thought I'd feel this way. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm glad I got the chance to say that i do believe i love you and if i should ever go away well then close your eyes and try to feel the way we do today and then you can remember keep smiling Keep shining, knowing you can always count on me, for sure. That's what friends are for, for good times and bad times. I'll be on your side forevermore, that's what friends are for.
0: Welcome back to the Mocha Minutes Podcast. I am Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I'm very excited. I'm always excited when I get to talk to awesome people, but I'm very excited to be recording this with y'all know she my boo thing. She's not y'all boo thing. She's my boo thing. She's not my cookie crumble pie. She She's my cookie crumble pie. She's not y'all cookie crumble pie. Okay. Um. She's my mother's newest adopted daughter. She has six, I think, at this point. Um, so I have Cook from Highly Inappropriate. Cook, how are you?
1: I'm fine. I totally wanted to sing some more, I was like, come yeah. on, <laughs> Oh my
0: god, I love this song. I love it. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. it has yeah, never too. lost it. Like, I'm. I love this song, but I hate One Sweet Dre. I hate that song now because they overplayed it uh-huh. they sung it a lot in my high school
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'm like i hate this this sucks
1: Oh, well
0: i really do enjoy um did enjoy back with friends before mm-hmm. i, I want to say i had because
1: if it wasn't the cassette it's like something some, something
0: like yeah when it out. wait a minute cook you, yeah. you sound low, babe. Where are you? You in the, you in the basement? No, I'm right here. Okay, oh. now I can hear you. I
1: was like... Oh, oh. okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. I'm wait
0: sorry. Minute, she, Are you in that house with that blind man that kill people? Because I was like, wait a minute. This well, not a sequel... I'm like, wait a minute! Now the blind man killing other people? Oh no! He just be killing everybody. I'm like, why y'all keep fucking with this man who clearly is a killer? He's just blind, but he's literally daredevil. He is daredevil out this piece. I don't need to fucking see you to fucking kill you.
1: <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, like I've got some type of allergy going on right now, oh. but outside of
0: that, like yeah. So I'm a do you bit- do you have seasonal allergies? Yes, I do, and I get hay fever. Oh boy, you know, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I know. So this is, so my this is literally the it. worst. I'm like, it's. I don't know when I problem with my allergies. Half of my head hurts. It's always the right side. I'm like, I'm gonna look this up and see what the hell that means.
1: Yay. Where like when I get a
0: headache, it's just one side of my head. Mm-hmm. Um. No, I um I've been like this seasonal for a long time and then it's the weather's changing it's getting colder out so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah because it's kind of like I can't wait for it to get colder that means my allergy season has come to an end, which thank you. Like, no, you're no. killing me. You're killing me, Smalls. I can't do it. I just can't wait for it to get colder. I'm ready to pumpkin patch it up this October. Oh my god, apple, somebody apple give me their baby. Because I will go to the pumpkin patch. I mean, I went with my nephew. So, yes, mm-hmm. anybody who has children in the Maryland area and you're like, Oh my god, I don't want to go on my kids' pumpkin pumpkin patch um field trip, please. DM me, I'll go. I'm all Listen, for it. I love the pumpkin patch too. Hot huh? girl, yes. And apple cider. See, I don't like apple cider out of the store. I need to get it directly from the pumpkin farm. Okay, it's like it, it tastes different. I don't know why that is. And we used to get honey sticks, and they were flavored. So we would get berry honey sticks and cinnamon honey sticks. So it was honey. Oh, it like, I didn't like know they came in flavors. Yeah, down at the farm, and it was um like you know like Pixie sticks, mm-hmm. but it was honey. Yeah, see, I knew what they look like. It's kind of like I don't like. Why am I like? I feel like I haven't seen them, but it probably because I wasn't looking for them. Mm-hmm. All I was looking for was uh, apple cider. Was <laughs> they funny. probably yeah. had it. <laughs> and I want some nice hot steamy kettle corn, girl. Mm. come on the one in the store don't do it justice I need to see that big old cauldron the double double toil and trouble realness that right. is the big kettle corn pot so I'm like oh this is fresh I need the bag to still be warm yes yeah okay. I'm, I'm glad see look at us look at us see how we are I don't know why we're like this I don't know but it's like I'm glad I'm not the only one like I need to feel the warmth of the kettle corn that just came out of the bit.
1: Listen, and then there's a
0: maze of a, a corn maze you can go through. <laughs> yes, yes. One time we got lost in there, we wandering around, but eventually we made it. Mm. Oh, Lord, <laughs> and um, that's you know what I'm looking forward to. Definitely looking forward to um, doing some art exhibits. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I may go you. back. Do you like haunted houses? Absolutely love her house. Oh, my God. I can't wait. There's one that comes near. It used to be, I think they moved it away from um, Arundel Mills, because now it's near, like, right down the street from me. Mm -hmm. And, well, not right down the street, but it's near East Point Mall, if it's still called East Point. It's like the back end. They turned that into a haunted house. I think probably either around middle of September or start October 1st. I can't remember. That... Yeah, I want. I got to do all the things this fall. I love it. I love all it. All the things. I'm gonna have to get some caramel apples. That's the only time I want a caramel apple is around fall and Halloween. Yeah, there's a um, candy apple store in Old Town, Ooh. and you can get it sliced up if you want. Oh my god! Yeah. Now I want them, girl. Now I want. So them. we already need to do brunch. So like, yeah. let's, let's put something on the books. Yes. Oh my god. Um, before we get into some topics, do you want to play? Am I the asshole? Absolutely. Oh, okay. So, am I the asshole for straightening my daughter's hair without my wife's permission? Jesus Christ! <laughs> now, remind you, she said, "Y'all, I'm kidding." Um, <clears throat> I, male, thirty two, have a four year old daughter. Let's call her Gracie. Y- you do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You do realize she's a baby. She's not on the internet. We're not going to find you. Like it was like, wait, wait, you're anonymously posting this, and you're like, let me give her a nom de plume. Uh, uh, okay, okay, Gracie H Pounder. All right. It was like, uh, this is anonymous. We don't even know your name, ma'am, sir. Okay, hey. Gracie is half black. Her mother, female, thirty one, being African American. Her mother, oh. overall girl now you already know her mother overall handled all of gracie's hair care and taught me how to do simple styles but even those quote-unquote simple styles were difficult my wife ended up going on a vacation with her friends to celebrate her friend's birthday and my mother came over to visit i hadn't done gracie's oh i hadn't done gracie's in a few days girl. So it became nappy and unmanageable. Oh my god. When I tried to comb her hair, the comb broke. My mother said I should get my daughter a perm so that her hair I'm going to go back she's 4, okay? My mother said I should get my daughter a perm so her hair would be more more manageable. So I took her to a salon and got it permed. My wife got home and when she saw our daughter's she. Oh, wait, she is the wife. Okay. My wife got home and when she saw our daughter, she was livid. She screamed at me and then at my mother for even suggesting that, but I think she's overreacting because it's just hair. Then she brought up our wedding. My mother had tried to get my wife to straighten her hair for the wedding, but my wife refused because she wanted her natural hair on her wedding day so she could be as natural as possible. My mother often comments (laughs) on my wife's and daughter's hair and I agree agree with my mother. But now my wife's telling me that perms chemically burn and damage hair to change the texture and that I, quote unquote, damaged our daughter's hair. Now she's thinking of getting our daughter's hair cut so her hair can heal from the damage. But I still think she's wow. overreacting. Besides, I don't want my daughter, my daughter's hair to be cut. She looks so cute now. Am I the asshole for straining my daughter's hair without my wife's permission, <laughs> even though Gracie is my daughter too?
1: And, and no, he's not the asshole because the mama was should have know his
0: white ass was gonna do something stupid, <laughs> and she cornrowed that baby's hair before she left, so he wouldn't have to comb it. There, there, oh. there. there. So here's the edit. There, this homeboy got. And edit on this, Lord have mercy. Edit. i read the comments and came to a realization about my marriage and my wife, and now I just feel horrible. My wife's mentioned in passing about her childhood and was always vague about it, but after overhearing a conversation between her and my mother-in-law, I just realized how much I truly messed up. My wife is dark. Oh, fuck. My wife is dark-skinned and tall, and she got bullied for that along with her hair. She went to a predominantly white school in a bug bug bugalusa. And that made her hate herself and her looks for a while. My God, my wording was horrible too. My wife is beautiful and so is my daughter and their hair isn't a problem. I'm the problem and so is my mother. After hearing my wife's conversations about me and my mother, I realized that my mother's a bully and I'm just a drone slash follower. My mother constantly picked on my wife and I just stood by and blindly agreed because she's my mom. But that woman who I married is my wife, and I should have protected her from my own ignorance and my mother's ignorance. I took something she took pride in and belittled it. I was too lazy to learn and took my mother's advice. Hell, yeah. my mother said so many cruel things that I didn't think twice of it of, until reading these comments. She'd always make sure my daughter didn't play outside when she'd go over her house because she didn't want her to be darker than her mu darker like her mother and that comment made me uncomfortable but i took it as a weird joke i'm cutting my mother off and i'm going to apologize to my wife and daughter and start watching hair tutorials again i'm also going to sign up for a hair braiding class when the pandemic has slowed down once more god i'm a horrible husband and father you are when my wife is willing to talk to i won't force her i'll apologize and if and she wants to leave me over this, it'll hurt like hell, but I understand. I've even pushed her. I've pushed her to the sidelines for so long and, c- and couldn't even see it. I am the asshole, the biggest asshole here. Edit 2. Girl, what Girl. in what <sighs> in the Spider-Man hell? Woo, we are we are in the we are in the multiverse. What the hell? We got another edit. Okay, edit. I just got off the phone with my mother. My wife listened in on that on the call on the phone call. I didn't realize she was in the living room with me until she put her hand on my shoulder during the call. My mother is well living. Who cares? Who the fuck cares? She freaked out on me and threatened to call CPS when I told her I didn't want her coming around my wife and daughter and refused to even try to understand what we did wrong. Then I mentioned the damage that the perm could have caused my could cause to my daughter. I read a small article by a black owned hair company about I'm sorry, hair care company and about childhood perm horror stories along with the history behind perms. And I'm just disgusted with myself and my mother. And my mother said my wife was being a drama queen when I told her my daughter might need a haircut because behind this, she flipped out and said, I won't let my granddaughter look like a bull. D-Y-K-E. He blanked this out. And I was mortified. She said she she said she's she's take my daughter from me and my wife and raise her the good the way God intended. That caused a screaming match. My mother, my wife put her hand on my shoulder in the midst of it and took the phone from home and told my mother if she comes to our house again the police will be called and then she hung up. I put our baby to bed and we then we talked. My daughter and wife are beautiful and I don't understand how things How, for the life of me, I thought those horrible things. Maybe it was like that SNL sketch, quote unquote, diet racism, hearing those things from your parents and just blindly listening, no matter how horrible it sounds. My wife is still mad at me, rightfully so, but she told me she isn't leaving me over this. She said, I have a lot to learn and that if I want this relationship to last, I need to open my eyes and realize that the world I I live in is different from the one she lives in and different from the world our daughter lives in. I'm horrified at myself and my I'm horrified at myself and horrified at my mother. My father called a few moments ago but I ignored the call. I'll talk to him in the morning about this. Thank you all for st- talking some sense into me and I thank my wife for staying with me even though she doesn't have to. Tomorrow we are asking our baby girl if she wants a haircut, knowing her she'll want to go so I wanted to get one like her uncle. I don't know what the hell that means. He has these cool designs shaved in, into his head. If she wants that, she can have that. She's my world. And I refuse to ever be this wow. harmful to her again. Girl, final edit. It's the final countdown. Okay. <laughs> my wife and I arranged for our daughter to spend the night at my mother-in-law's house and couples oh, therapy wow. will be in the near future. These The comment sections have certainly given me many perspectives of how horrible my words and actions are. I won't be doing any more replies or edits because this is a throwaway account. I think... I think that's the right term for this. My mother has called the house multiple times from my sister's phone. My sister is 25 and lives for drama. So now the whole family on my mother's side is blowing up my phone with many mixed opinions, most of which are horrible. It's funny, the only family member whose opinion reflects this comment section, common consensus is the one who was disowned a few months ago. Well, actually that's not funny. It shows how messed up my family is. Thank you all for these replies, no matter how harsh or mean they might seem, I needed this."
1: Well, you needed it. You got it. And um,
0: okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is just what the. So we're going to go back to the fact that this little girl is four and her mother said. You should buy a perm for her. So this is where I got stuck. Your white your white mama. Your You're white, your, your white mama. Your it's baby. funny, you do realize you could take your four-year-old to the hair salon and someone could have washed and blew and blew out her hair. you do Or realize. braided it the fuck up. It was like, I want to know what hairstylist didn't suggest something different. I'm wondering if you did not go to a black hairstylist, because I don't know any black hairstylist in good conscience that would put a perm in this baby's head because they try to, and if they do, they will try to talk you out of it first. I mean, because one, who's not going to say, Oh, that baby too young for a perm. Or like, I could just blow this out. I didn't get my first perm. I think until like I was like 14, Cause my mother pressed, like pressed my hair. I'm like sitting here like she's four. Your mama's a racist. I'm glad you woke the fuck up. <sighs> and she was being passive aggressive, and micro aggressive, and macro aggressive. And your wife, if she, I'm pretty sure if she snapped, she would have been a big the big black angry lady. Yeah, so that, and I'm sitting here like, you know what? It's still her fault. She shouldn't have married him. So, yeah, I can see that too because I'm sitting but here. No, that's see, being you have for a four year old. I don't know how long y'all been married, but y'all have at least been together for almost five years if that baby is four. Yeah, so, so did the mom why the didn't it like, why is he learning something after y'all got married? Not during when y'all were dating or not even when y'all engaged, you are into a marriage where you have a four-year-old kid. I have so, it was like, uh, you are the, like, am I asshole? So I have to say, a lot of people can eat a piece of this asshole pie because a lot of y'all are moving really weird. And he's like, oh, the one that got disowned, please don't, I have a feeling the person that was disowned is probably gay. What? i think because remember it's like his mama had no problem saying i want my um and i'm gonna rhyme the word because i'm not saying the word saying you don't want your granddaughter to look like a bull trike i'm like yeah you're real comfortable saying that now i'm wondering why is that your your family member that's disowned why are they disowned And then because you said I don't want you coming see, I will call CPS. I'm like, for what? Please let me know why you would call CPS because you are not allowed in somebody's home. Girl, fuck you. It's like, uh-uh. It's like, go to hell. It's like are you a- I would ask if she was okay, but all signs point to no, she is not. You're not okay. I don't understand why you're like this, but my God, you need to be put down. Okay. You get what? on my damn nerves. It's like uh people. Mm. I I'm, I'm tired of I'm tired of mm-hmm. that. This is why I'm you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't Y'all even know do too much. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm like Y'all do too much. You do too (laughs) much. There's so much to say about this. I don't even know what to do. I'm sitting here like, I don't even know what to say because it's a lot of y'all. You are chiefly the biggest one because you let your mama talk about your wife like that when you in turn are allowing her to talk about your child like that. She, mm-mm, girl, it's like break up with your mama. And I'm glad that he did. But the fa- and you know, it's really sad. It's like when two people are coupling and marrying and having children, you shouldn't have to choose your family or your relationship. But people are such mm-hmm. head asses and they want to hold on to their racism or homophobia or whatever obiatism that you have that. You can't just get your head out of your ass, go, no, I wouldn't want someone to do that to me.
1: Not at all. And that's, I mean, I know I'm saying a lot of things, but for me, it's, that's something that's very difficult for me to see. Mm. um, People who, you know, especially Black people, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know, you're in your relationship, you're trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. and then that element of racism is there that is extremely difficult to watch
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I don't I just don't understand I just don't understand how people could endure that same because I don't either I I will be losing my mind the, the first time I heard something crazy but you know it just I, I hope that you know her husband is sincere and that he does, you know, take the steps. And if they do work it out and he becomes a better person, okay. But I feel like maybe she should have, the wife should have got to the bottom of this before she married him too. Yeah. Because the thing about it is, I have a feeling the mama was saying off the wall stuff in front of him, but probably not in front of her. And he didn't nip it in the bud. I'm like, sir. Yeah, yeah. You need to nip this in the bud. It's not up to your wife to nip it in the bud if you are condoning it by not correcting her. Because it sounds like you did not correct her. And now it's like, yeah. oh, okay. I'm like, what do you mean? Okay. She would have walked away and she would have been just fine. Yeah. Because <clears throat> you
1: said, like, oh,
0: she would say it and I just kind of brushed it off. And it's like, for me, like, that's how white supremacy continues to thrive and perpetuate. You hear it, you see it, you know, first and foremost, I'm starting to believe that, yes, white, white supremacy, they really do see it in their kids and they don't do anything about it if they're not directly instilling it in them through right. words or in other indoctrination. Yeah. But it's just, it's just like, how could you... That's one that I'm just not very clear on. How can you be mm. someone from another race and then still be passive on issues about race? I yeah. don't think that that's fair. And I don't think, you know, the whole mentality, oh, the best way to end racism is to make a mixed race baby bomb Like, no, that's not how any of that works and it does not end anything you're still causing harm this woman was harmed your child is now harmed and it's like you have to take it very very,
1: she could have had chemical
0: burns on her scalp she could have had chemical burns on her scalp i'm like
1: are you okay
0: why would you take your a
1: four-year-old
0: four-year-old this is her first perm you know she's never had one of those before Who you know? So oh put a perm and not a relaxer not a kitty relaxer like a whole perm and hopefully or, they they put they did enough greasing on her scalp before they put that chemical on her scalp child get on my damn nerves <laughs> it's like why would you do this to this baby it's like, I don't even understand. I'm like, uh, but his sharp turnaround is just commendable because that signals to me, he does love this woman. It's like, oh no, I don't want to lose her. And it's I, like, and I am a complete head ass for this.
1: You yeah. are. No, I think, I think the, I need to go. I don't, I didn't see the comments. So excuse me. When, <clears throat> I think somebody was just like, yeah, she should leave your ass. Like I'd leave your ass. And then I'll hate you know, depending on if there were other white people in there, they'd have been like, bruh. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, I that's I, I the other thing. Could I train up a white man? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What is this white man going to do? The day y'all see me with a white man, just know he's doing a lot for me. <laughs> okay. I, why is that funny? It shouldn't be this
0: funny, but um... Ain't even going home
1: <laughs> to go you,
0: He's doing a lot. Yeah, because I think people got uh it's like that's the thing. I think people dug in his ass, like, no, you're definitely the asshole. He's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, that's no easy that's no simple thing. You just throw a perm in somebody's hair. You do off her hair texture and balance and
1: mm-hmm. all the other
0: stuff. And it's like, she she You won't have to work to get that back. It's like, she too young. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Well, since she's four, cutting it is an option for it to
1: grow back, but Mm -hmm. still. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So love and light to this little baby. Cause she, for me, she the one. It's like, yeah, the wife is like, girl, y'all should have been tackling that. Info, um, before y'all got married, and the thing about it is, it's like, but again, that's how that's how a few white families are. You won't yeah. know they're problematic because they ain't gonna say that shit in front of you, but they gonna say it,
1: and that and that's what
0: and that's what it is. yeah,
1: and that's something that definitely I can't see.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like it's not. I highly doubt that she probably was like didn't really talk in front of the wife, but he would say she would say sideways shit in front of the son and he she he ain't check her and he should have. It's like, wait a minute, what is that? All you gotta do to like shake him up. What does that mean? What are you trying to say? Yeah, what do you mean obviously. by that? Yeah. <laughs> See that why do
1: you think that's okay? Do you really
0: right. believe that? Right. It's like, what does that mean? What does it mean? <sighs> Am I an asshole child? Yes. So low key, let's start here. In the good state of Virginia, Virginia, okay. They have removed the statue of General Robert
1: E. Lee. Good for them. <laughs> um, Good for them. The fact that, let me tell you something.
0: Mm-hmm. Ralph Northam, when hate hey, people found his old uh blackface pictures, he's like, Nope, no, you you yup, I'm wrong. I am terrible, 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 and I'ma fix everything that I goddamn can. Cause he's the one who ordered the statue to be removed. He said, like, Get that shit out of here. I'm like, Yeah, see, Northam's like, uh-uh, nope, y'all, nope. Nope, I got to fix this. Y'all found two different instances of me in blackface. Girl, I got to see this. (laughs) He said, nope, nope, got to go, nope. It's like, Lord have mercy. He's like, absolutely not. So yeah, this has been removed. Apparently there's some sort of time capsule under it. um, And they're expected to to open it, I think this upcoming Thursday, um, guys, I we're recording on the twelfth of September, so the um, statue was removed last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe they did.
1: Is this yeah. the one with the black guy, the lieutenant?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's he. Yeah, he's the one with the creepy lieutenant governor.
1: That's him. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. It's like, yeah. And it was kind of like, yeah, for the most part, people are just kind of just getting away from it. So this is a quote from Anna Edwards, who's a um, fighter, who is a community activist and a founding member of the Virginia Defenders for Freedom, Justice and Equality. It's very difficult to imagine, certainly even two years ago, that the statues of Monument Avenue would actually be removed. It's representative of the fact that we're sort of peeling back the layers of injustice that black people and people of color have experienced when governed by white supremacist policies for so long. <sighs> um so apparently he had um he Governor Northam had been wanting him to create, like been for them to um Remove the statue, but because the um but because of litigation because people were fighting it, he wasn't able to remove it until last week. He'd been wanting to remove it. He's like, Let me tell y'all something. I only did like, look, I don't want y'all to remember me and my black face. I want you to remember that I did all this shit to help black people. Yeah. I was always good to you people. I know, right? It's kind of like he's <laughs> like, let me tell you something. So let you me try keep- to vote for president, girl. I would not be i'm saying i would not be surprised i would not be surprised and the bad part about it is virginia would get behind them yeah because it's like it's like it's like when we talk about these these blackface instances because i mean these people are not 95 years old so to a certain extent you knew it was bad you just didn't think nobody would find out. It's like, oh, I didn't know it was bad. There's no possible way you didn't know blackface was bad. You, There's no possible way you didn't know wearing a um, indigenous tribe's headdress is bad. You knew, you just didn't think folks would find out. There's no way you didn't know. So y'all can yeah, lie, lie, lie again. Lie again. No one's
1: gonna know. <laughs> How would they know? Mm. Okay. No. Power to know, like always stop it. You will be
0: foiled. We will find out. Just stop it. So like, we know that's what you do. Because the bad part about it, the stuff that they're finding, it's not like it's out on social media. It's like, so how did y'all find these pictures of um Ralph Northam? So which one of his buddies don't like him? So they're going to try to get him out the paint. Because that always seems to happen. Y'all have a phone out and I'll be like, you know, this person is racist. Hey, time out. Why are you still friends with them if you know they terrible people? You only telling us about your friend being racist or homophobic or transphobic or misogynistic or a sexual predator. When y'all fall out, here comes the biggest question. Then why were you around them? And if y'all were cool, if y'all stayed cool, you wouldn't be bringing this up. It's not like you think it's the right thing to do. You and your boy fell out. So now you're like Dracaris. On our friendship. It was like, yeah, you can miss me with that. Cause I'm not going to give you any kind of grace. What well, I yeah, guess. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna give you too many, too much grace if you're only doing that because you and your buddy fell out.
1: Yeah. And that's the part right there. Like mm-hmm. he, was a, he was a he was a predator when y'all was friends, the predator now.
0: And now you want us to like go, ooh, look. I'm like, ooh, look what? You were still around his ass. What do you want me to look for? See, that's why you can't. <sighs> right. And that's one thing that racists don't understand. Why mm-hmm. like you are associating with racists. They think it's okay. It's socially acceptable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So when
1: they're under the microscope, all of a sudden, oh, I can't associate with someone like that. And they're looking like, bro, you to love my jokes. Yeah, like,
0: like, what oh, I'm learning the error of my ways. No, uh-uh. you haven't. <laughs> you're just doing that because you mad at your buddy. You're doing that because y'all fell out, not because you think it's the right thing to do. Because you ain't saying you didn't do this when you was his friend or her friend when it was like, yeah, let me dime them out. I'm like, yeah, but you doing that because y'all fell out. Not that it's 100%. It's like, they do it when they fall out. Like, see, don't be friends because they're this, that, and the third. Then why were you friends with them? Hmm. Wow. Why? You, why were they still in your space? Girl. This is this how you get a um Black woman to be sub- subjected <laughs> to being, having a racist mother-in-law. Because you not checking her.
1: to that
0: shit right it's like get the fuck out of here okay so from one thing to another so Ireland has crowned its first black miss ireland since the inception of the competition that has been around for 70 years can okay go ahead i'm gonna let you i'm not gonna say nothing go ahead Pamela Uba made history by becoming the pageant's first Black winner since the contest contest began in 1947. The 26-year-old former asylum seeker came to Ireland from South Africa when she was seven. She is the eldest of six siblings, is a part-time model, and a medical scientist who has served as a frontline worker during the pandemic. Ah. <sighs> Okay. Yeah. So she, her mother said that she um, was a nerdy student. She's also a big soccer fan. Um, I, one, she is stunning. She's a darker skinned black woman. I just love it. Um, Having achieved a medical science degree in Galway, she's reportedly completing a master's degree in clinical chemistry from Trinity college, Dublin. It is, It is at Galway University Hospital, where she has tended to COVID nineteen patients. Uba is heading to Puerto Rico in December to represent Ireland at the 70th Miss World competition. Oh. Uba was named Miss Galway in March 2020 before the pandemic locked down. That honor, she said, came with some racist trolling. It's horrible to hear people telling me to go back to my country when I've worked so hard to make Ireland my home. But according to Uba, being crowned Miss Ireland shows that regardless of color of one's skin or their place of birth, the world is your oyster. Uba told the Independent she became interested in competing for the title of Miss Ireland years ago while working in a nightclub that bills itself at, as Galway's ultimate Hen and Stag party venue. I don't know what it means. I was in Coyotes working and one of the judges thought I was a contestant. And so she encouraged me to try it out someday. So that put it in my mind. According to a video Uba recorded after winning Miss Galway, her talents include singing and playing soccer. She said she looks forward to the Miss Ireland journey as it continues to unfold. So, okay. So she is in the Miss America pageant Um I want to say universe. It's like, yeah, she's in that pageantry. So it's Miss USA and then Miss America. Mm-hmm. So she is in there with Miss um, Miss America. She's in that pathway, not the Miss. Okay. Yeah. So it's very interesting. But the fact that she's, yeah. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? <laughs>
1: something
0: shady. <laughs> not something shady. <laughs> I also. I mean, I think she gave a standard answer um, Mm -hmm. about um, advancing one's life goals, Mm -hmm. having dreams, you know, Mm -hmm. achievement. But there is a white supremacy problem over in Europe um, through a lot of soccer games and soccer hooligans and soccer culture. No, they they act like they know. Oh, girl and in and I, uh, yeah
1: <laughs> i so like yeah
0: like i said i'm glad that she's getting the opportunity and she's doing what she's doing but i think she checks a lot of boxes mm-hmm. and um i i think if she likes it i love it yeah i kind of like it and that's the bad part. It's kind of like, it's it's a weird thing to do be, or to think about because the problem is like when it comes to systems in any country, US, anywhere, uh, non-white people are not considered in any of the systems when they were um, created. So it, it's always weird to watch because it's like we can recognize the white supremacy in it, but still want to see more color in it too. Because we want to see why people get uncomfortable. When they come. Like, don't get so comfortable to think that we can't come in and win. Hence why a lot of folks um, for Big Brother's 23rd season, there is a whole alliance called The Cookout and they systematically got all them white people out and now the top six are, six are all black people and big brother fans are mad it's like how dare y'all do this i'm like you wait. you're like What's obviously happening? y'all don't know what an alliance truly is this is an. What? i've seen other alliances i
1: haven't watched big brother in years yeah yeah no, let's 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 talk about how on um uh, the challenge on MTV the strategy since its inception. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I'm like y'all know what alliance means. Like alliance does not mean play fair, but also I've seen other alliances on Big Brother. They just didn't happen to have no black people in it. And they're like no. I'm like I don't even I don't even think there has ever been. A black winner of Big Brother. I mean, Tamar won Celebrity Big Brother, but it hasn't been a winner of just the regular, not the Celebrity Big Brother, right? So I'm like, ah, that is your all that's your alliance. I'm like, ah, it's weird to watch people get upset. But I'm sitting here like, y'all know what an alliance really is. Do you know how alliances work? They're not fair. I have never seen an alliance that is shown to be fair to anybody because they're not. But again, I thought y'all loves, this is a game. Y'all don't like strategy. Oh, that's right. As long as we are not involved, it's like, Oh my God, that's unfair. Fair. Back in the day in big brother people oh. from their hometowns used to flood the telephones because they would just get one. It wasn't even about popularity because they used to all vote via phone, and then they realized that people were cheating because one, you had different depending on where the person was. People were like, oh, this get that person because they're from our they're from our city or our state. I remember that, and it was just like y'all gonna have to do something different. Just saying, it's like I, I'm just saying.
1: In one article I read, they were saying
0: that a person of color noticed, but Mm -hmm. didn't get on with the alliance and, you know, got chopped. And it was like, yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. let's document all of this. This is a great social experiment. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) All of it. Show me all of it. Because, honey, I was like, this is hilarious. I'm like, let me go back and watch this. Because I'm excited. I'm like, I love it. I'm like, oh, I love it. So something else I loved. So Blue's Clues turned 25 this year. And so it brought back all of the folks. And most notably, Steve. Because I think what they told people was that Steve was going off to college. And I think his brother or his cousin, there's a second host, um, was going to take over. Which was hilarious before I can even... Um, I couldn't even think about it. So, why did he leave? So this is from Michigan Live. Steve Burns, and I don't even know his last name. I'm like, he got a last name? Steve Burns finally has explained that what really happened when he abruptly departed the Nick Jr. show Blues Clues in 2002. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm old. Leaving many viewers upset at at the time. The original host of the Nickelodeon series appeared in a video posted on the Nick Jr. Twitter account in time for the show's 25th anniversary this year. You remember how when we were younger, we used to run around and hang out with Bloom, find clues and talk to Mr. Salt and freak out about the, the mail and do all the fun stuff. And then one day I was like, oh, hey, guess what? Big news. I'm leaving. Here's my brother. It was Joe was his brother, quote unquote. Here's my brother, Joe. He's your, he's your new best friend. And then I got on a bus and left and we didn't see each other for like a really long time. Can we just talk about that? Great. Because I realized that was kind of abrupt. I mean, we started out. With clues, and now it's what student loans and jobs and families, and some of it has been kind of hard, you know. I, I know you know. So it's a two minute video, and so many folks are like, they were crying, then all of a sudden they were like, Count your days, Steve. I'm like, What the fuck is going on here? I'm like, y'all want to beat Steve's ass because one is like, he just left y'all, he left us, and I'm like, 25 years ago, I was a teenager.
1: Mm-hmm. 25 um, years ago,
0: I had graduated high school and what? I didn't know Steve like that until mm-hmm. I had a baby and then she watched school. Um. But I think Steve went to jail and he's not telling y'all. <laughs> he went to camp. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 he went to camp. Too. Never he never come back. back.
1: That nigga did a bid. I ain't even gonna hold y'all.
0: Child. The fact that he did this because when they had the other host and it was a... so it had Steve job. was
1: getting product through the mail and damn sure had to go do a bit in the feds, y'all. <laughs> not not he went, went to jail, jail honey. He, he did. Like, that's yeah. what happened to Steve. I'm
0: look, I ain't gonna hold y'all. <laughs> so, oh boy. So the other host, and I'm like, why am I blanking on his name? Because I'm like, that's crazy. Um i think his name is josh yeah so he's the latest but they rebooted the show and it's called blues clues and you and according to this they made um josh steve and joe's younger cousin and a talented singer i said girl you this is funny hmm. it's like this is
1: hilarious
0: <laughs> Okay. He's like uh wait, he's supposed to be wait, they also be family? Are are we being for real right now? It's like uh they couldn't have just been friends or hey, this is my buddy Josh. No, no, they have to be related because they couldn't possibly be just friends. Nope. It's like that's so funny. I mean <laughs> salt and paprika had a cayenne. I don't know however that worked on that show with them spices. Mm, who knows right it's like mrs salt and was it mrs salt and or mr salt and miss one of them is and then they made a baby called paprika i'm like that's not how paprika is made but okay <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right that, that's fine uh but yeah he had everybody in his fields i kind of was in my fields but not really i was like i'm Okay. What did get me in my feelings, though, is seeing Aaron Phillip make his run, make, I'm sorry, her runway debut in Moschino. I am living for her in this yellow. So for anybody who doesn't know, Aaron Rose Phillip is a disabled trans black trans I'm sorry disabled black trans woman and she made her debut this year during New York Fashion Week for Moschino this is the first time she's ever been on a runway she looks incredible
2: I'm here for it
0: I am loving all of this in my feels she, she looks incredible and also, let's add in the fact that Gigi Hadid, who's a very big deal, um embraced her fully, which I love. And I'm not saying that it should mean something because Gigi embraced her. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's more of actually just posing for fixtures, putting in on her IG story, saying, see, this like you did amazing. It's like, yeah, because we should just normalize this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, it, like she's disabled. She's black and she's trans, so she's already othered. It's like, yeah, but you can be in this fold because you're a model. So I'm very yeah. excited for Erin. I'm very one. That I love I any black woman for in yellow.
2: Normalizing people.
0: Yeah, it's like I'm all for like normalizing. <laughs> so I that, like,
2: yes, let's
1: normalize people everywhere. Let's do it.
0: What? Cook, you're far away again. I'm sorry. I was like, I can't hear her. I'm like, I need people to hear what you're saying, girl. Because you be saying, you be saying gems. I'm like right here. I'm so sorry. No, I was saying let's
1: normalize people. Um, (laughs) Because everyone acts like, oh, here's a person. And it's just like, brothers, we should not be. Okay. I'm very happy for this person, but I'm saying like, yes, let's get to the point where this is the norm. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm, mm, mm. So, yeah, I'm very excited for her. I can't wait to go take a look at those pictures because I know you. She looks away. amazing. She looks amazing. So let's slide into midkey, mid-key. and talk about somebody who also looks amazing. Okay. Russell Westbrook.
2: He did. He did.
0: So, y'all ain't going like this. Uh, so, here's the deal. Russell decided to sport a skirt. Not a skirt. It'd been fun if he did wear a skirt because i have been like, he could sport a skirt. Um, But he didn't. Uh, he was wearing a skirt. So, mm-hmm. he is the newest L.A. Laker. And for everybody who knows um, Russell Westbrook, he does what the fuck he is. And he takes fashion risks, honey. He always does. Mm -hmm. So he had tweeted this out on September 11th saying, don't address me unless it's four letters. That's a Kendrick lick. And I'm like, so I'm sorry.
1: I said four letters, C-U-N-T. And I stand on that.
0: So, for anybody who that hasn't seen it, mind you, Russell Westbrook is a basketball player, so he's tall as fuck. So it's supposed to be probably if it was on somebody shorter, it probably be down to their ankles. But it's a little bit above his. It's a little bit above his ankle, but it's below his knee. If that even makes his knees. If it's a drop waist pleated skirt, and I am here for it. I I absolutely love it. Let's add on the fact that. He also has his hair colored in blue. I am all for Russell Westbrook doing what the fuck he wants to do.
2: Mm-hmm. I am
0: all for this. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm loving it. And of course, you know, the the Laker fans are full of men. So you know how they're acting. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, this is embarrassing for the Lakers.
1: Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's like, let, let's just say this. Y'all ain't gonna try that little Nasdaq shit with Russell Westbrook because mm-hmm. he looked like he can fight. Not that, mm-hmm. not that little Nas X can't fight, but more of y'all won't even think to try it with him. No, let's just call the thing a thing. But he, looks, he, he looks super it. cute in his outfit. Oh yeah,
1: he did it nice. I love his sweater.
0: Yeah, so it's like he looks super cute, and I'm here for it. <clears throat> did you okay. say something? No. okay. It's just the next topic we're going to talk about. It's people literally doing the wildest shit because of penis. Oh, my Lord. They are embarrassing themselves out in public for penis. So the first lady we're going to talk about, and nobody has found this lady's name. (sighs) So a woman crashes her sister's job interview after finding out she slept with her husband. Now for everybody, which is hilarious. So she busted in. I'm like, how did she find the, where she was getting it during the interview, but also you beat up your, like, literally she, I'm like, who started videotaping this? Cause I'm like. Wait a minute. Who who's reco- who is going world star on this shit? Home girl pulled her sister out of a chair and had her by her ponytail and was beating her in the face. And she's like, "Stay up, stay awake." I think she used our and some of the um the like the anger that she had, like stay out of our business or our marriage or something. So you went to go beat up your sister, but. I, I hope you left some of them hands in that smoke for your husband that thought fucking uh-huh. your sister was cute. Uh-huh. I also, I'm like, Hey, I'm sitting here like, so how did the interview continue? Was this the end or?
1: Yeah, I was she got up and was like, as you can see, I work well under pressure and that I um, am able to multitask. And I'm also good at uh, engaging with stakeholders and managing relationships.
2: Uh, <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> the funny
1: part, she
0: beat her an ass and went right back home to her husband like a dummy. Right. I'm sitting here like, wait, what? Buffoonery.
1: Like, huh?
0: So you went to your door, your sister's going to a job interview. I'd have waited out in the parking lot. Listen, you can't, can't like, I'm sorry. I'd have waited for her ass, but. Also, I would have waited for her to come back to my house like I beat her ass. However, and I'm like, y'all, I'm not a violent person. I just understand where people can go to the level of violence because I need violence. See, I'm very much like I don't mind violence as long as it makes sense. This makes sense because one, that's your sister. Her Mm -hmm. loyalty is not to your husband. It's to her sister. So there's that. Mm -hmm. We can talk about not having friends around you. I'm like no, no, I'm not gonna do that because that's ridiculous. But yeah, your own sister, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I'm very much a person that says, don't fight another woman over a man. Yeah, if you my sister, I'd be wearing your ass up because you're my fucking sister. I've known you your entire life. Hmm. I'd beat your ass. It's like, I'm sorry, I would. And I'm like, I, that's the thing again, violence that makes sense. that's it violence Mm -hmm. that makes sense i needed to make sense (sighs) something else that don't make no sense a random woman texting someone else to say um leave my man alone Hmm. so a woman um changed her name on twitter to fat sloppy bald head ass bitch now it was like what the hell so she started a thread Whatever kind of dick that, ha- that has Shorty up at 3 a.m. texting me over, I need you to reveal yourself because I need to see what the hype is over. Sis said she will beat my ass over the dick. She said she spit on my son for that dick. So these are the messages. <clears throat> this is from the lady who's ready to fight over penis. Let me explain something to you, fat bald head ass bitch. Stay out of my nigga's mentions, DMs and texts. He won't give you none of my good dick. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever, and that fake tough shit you be talking on Twitter means nothing to me. I will pull up and beat you the fuck up. This is wow. the this is the first and last time you will be warned. Enjoy your even evening, baldy. Here's was her response. If you gotta do all this over your nigga, then guess what, Queen? Love yourself and direct your energy to whoever your nigga is, cause it's damn near 3 a.m. and you mad and I'm chilling. But pull up over a nigga who decided to be com- but pull up over a nigga who decided to be community peen should you feel so inclined. Bitch, don't worry about what energy I'm directing towards my nigga. He getting the same treatment. Worry about what I'm telling you, bitch. Play with me if you want, and I'll show you how tough you aren't. Then I'll spit it in your son's son's face and let him know the type of fat ass bitch his mother is. You're dismissed. What?
1: Girl. I was was like, and there, girl, there's more.
0: So she got another one and she and um the the the, the threader cuz i'm not calling her what her name says um at her friend cuz apparently she up in this too <clears throat> well like and this is from the woman who wants to spit on a child okay yeah. well like i said bitch you've been warmed. and tell that bitch kayla she next i see her name in the dms and mentions too bitch better stay her ass in texas fucking them dirty ass niggas down there before she get rag dolled up and down the interstate. My nigga won't be giving either of you this immaculate dick. Now take your fat sloppy ass on. Have a good day, bitch. And you not mad at it, but keep talking about me on Twitter. Keep me relevant, mamas. What? I do. And then the girl, I guess her friend's name is Kayla. She said, now how I get in this? What in the hell? It's like, I I just, you, y'all doing all this for community dick. Literally, this man is saying, My dick is
1: <sighs> for the streets.
0: It's like, girl, you're like, first it was good, and now it's immaculate. And somebody tossed around something. I wonder if that's him. Uh. I can see that, but. Okay. Here's a, uh, so here's a short story. So back when I was younger, in my college days, a few, a few years or so after college, it's kind of like you know, back when Black Planet was a thing in college. I'm old, y'all. Just to let y'all know. So I was talking to a dude, nothing too um fancy. We were like emailing. So I got an email from some chick. And it was like, basically like, hey, um, I want to let you know that he has a girlfriend. And I was just like, wait, why are you messaging me? I, Of course, he didn't tell me. He said, oh, you ain't got it. So I think I jumped shitty with her because I was like, why are you messaging me? She's like, look, I, w- I said that I was just letting you know. I'm like, you need to take that up with him. Why are you messaging me? I can fight. Don't try this. It was like. Why are you messaging me about your man who clearly did not tell me they had a girlfriend or was seeing anybody? Why are you messaging me?
1: Why are you messaging me? Why is he Why, Jesus? It's like, it's like, girl,
0: oh, um, there's more from the lady who want to spit on a child and run up. Bitch, you trying to be funny on Twitter. Okay, bet. Say no more. When I see you, I don't want to do any talking. And yeah, my nigga dick that good, bitch. It's a reason why you and a couple of those bitches replying tried to fuck him. So sit your holiday heart head oh. ass down somewhere before you really get beat the fuck up, bitch. Ma'am. Girl, you doing all this for a nigga that literally all someone got to do is say pussy is open, they got to turn on that um ready and hot button for the cooch, and he won't come running. You mad at me, girl? I'm sorry, I'd be joking your ass too. <laughs> He's like, um, are you being serious? Are you being serious right now? Are you really, 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 really serious? For real. You doing this right in front of my salad? You fighting for some nigga who literally is like, my dick is up for sale for everybody. Girls, sh- go to hell. Go to entire hell. Okay. Go to my my man's dick so good, I will fight girls over it. I'm like, oh. okay. You, Look, st- you are a dumb hoe. Shut up. <laughs> it's like going to the entirety of hell is this good can you hear me yes good yeah i'm just sure you can hear me okay Yep. it was like girl it's like i wish i would be looking like a complete dumbass and the bad part about it is you keep messaging her but someone pointed out something very interesting how did she get your number to text you
1: well how did she love it, love it. <laughs> let's get with the fact that you know technically i've heard of people going through people's phones and taking screenshots so
0: you can get with the right one and yeah they're gonna do some bullshit girl i was sitting here like yeah how did she because one these are not like facebook messenger messages these are not ig dms these are not these are not twenty DMs, these are text messages, meaning you had to find that woman's phone number. How did she get it? Unless your nigga took her fucking number. Ew, that
1: part it's like girl, that
0: part. I, see y'all gonna stop letting um dick embarrass y'all on the timeline. Stop letting it <sighs> stop letting peen embarrass you because y'all look dumb. Every goddamn time. It's like, uh every time. It, that train is never late of, let me embarrass myself because I get good dick. It's like, or you can shut the hell up. And now people are like, wait a minute, is that good? Now I'm curious. Let me slide in your DM because your man seemed very easy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, just, mm. oh, I, wish I, I wish the hell I would um, embarrass You're myself. Me. For that, girl. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So we have made it to high key. I have not talked about this woman for quite some time because, one, she's a twat. And <laughs> also because she get on my goddamn nerves. But um currently, California... Isn't it, you know, they're coming into a recall election, right? They want to recall Governor Newsom because he said, bitches, put your mask on. Um. So Rose McGowan is throwing <laughs> throwing her hat in the ring of who she is supporting. And apparently it's Larry Elder. This is why I say to y'all: Please watch the folks that say that they are allies, because Rose had no problem telling y'all that she was an ally. (sighs) Oh, oh, oh. okay. So, So let's 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 go here. So Rose McGowan, and this is from Business Insider, you guys. Rose McGowan appeared with Larry Elder and accused Governor Gavin Newsom's wife of trying to silence her about Harvey Weinstein. That Harvey Weinstein, yeah, y'all heard the silence. That Harvey Weinstein, because it must not be somebody in politics. Y'all can't possibly talk about the man who know who owned fucking Miramax. Okay. Activist and actor, I'm putting activists in quotes, Rose McGowan appeared alongside California gubernatorial candidate Larry Elder at a press conference on Sunday, two days before the state's recall election. Okay, I guess it's on this upcoming Tuesday. McGowan, a leading figure in the hashtag MeToo movement, ugh, accused the wife of Elder's opponent. Governor Gavin Newsom. I'm trying to silence her about movie producer Harvey Weinstein. In a statement provided to Insider, a spokesperson for Jennifer Sebo Newsom said McGowan's claims were complete fabrication. She's also nutty. She is. She is a goddamn liar. I'm not even going to call her crazy because I'm not trying to do that. But um, yeah, she's cruising for a bruising. It's disappointing, but not surprising to see political opponents lost, launch these false attacks just days before the election. Their limited correspondence has been strictly as fellow survivors of sexual assault and in Jennifer's former capacity, leading the Representation Project, an organization that fights limiting gender stereotypes and norms. The spokesperson also noted Jennifer Sebel Newsom came forward with her own allegations about Weinstein Act. In October 2017, in a piece she wrote for Huffington Post, McGowan first made the accusation against Jennifer, who married Gavin Newsom in 2008 on Thursday while speaking on the Rubin Report. McGowan says Jennifer contacted her in 2017 about six months before The New York Times published their bombshell report detailing decades of sexual harassment accusations against Weinstein. McGowan said Jennifer called her on behalf of Weinstein's lawyer to ask what they could do to make her happy, which she understood to be a bribe offer. What? McGowan also shared a Twitter thread on Sunday detailing how she accepted how she says her interactions with Jennifer Sebel Newsom unfolded. At the press conference with Elder, McGowan also said she is no longer a Democrat, thank God, because everyone who has harassed, (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't want you here, I don't, because everyone who has harassed, stalked, and stolen from me in my time in Hollywood has been a Democrat. (sighs) She says she does not agree with Elder, who is a Republican on every issue, but that he is a quote-unquote better candidate and quote-unquote better man than Gavin Newsom. She did not make any allegations about Gavin Newsom, who has a comfortable lead in the polls. McGowan did not immediately respond to insider's requests for comment. Elder, a conservative talk talk radio host who is leading amongst Newsom's challengers, has a long history of making derogatory comments about women, CNN reported. (sighs) (sighs) um, mm. elder's ex-wife has accused him of domestic violence and said he pressured her into unwanted sexual activity which elder has denied he she filed a police report against him late last month after he publicly denied her claim that he had once brandished a gun at her in 2015 but the los angeles county district attorney said the statute of limitations has passed and elder would not be charged not that he didn't do it That we I'm sorry it's too late, girl. (sighs) You know I just Rose. uh, So like I said in the article, she did. It's still fucking here on her timeline. Hi, Jennifer. I'm on my way to meet you, but my info says our meeting place, the farm shop, will be closed. Any other ideas? M in Brentwood, County Mart. Okay. Saw you with Reese W. Didn't want to interrupt. Had to leave. Girl, what is this? Oh, no, hon. I kept looking around for you. So sorry. Here waiting and just thought I would continue until you left. Let me know. I meant wait with Renee until you arrived. All A-OK. Love to connect. Jennifer continues, let me know. I'm just popping into kid's Store for my kids. Then Rose says, I'm sorry. I just had a 5.30 back in town and it didn't time out. I didn't want to interrupt. (laughs) So then Jennifer (laughs) says, I'm so sorry. I should have emailed you to interrupt. I should have emailed you to interrupt. I will come back and we can connect then or Skype beforehand. Love to know how to support you and your being an inspiration to women and girls. So bold and brave. I don't understand the point of this. It's like, so she put these screenshots up and she said, it was a setup and I knew it. At Jen Siebel Newsom, when I saw you with Reese, it crystallized. I'd been stalked and terrorized by monsters for months at this point. I was stressed, tensed on edge. The alarm bells oh, went off. Boy. What? So I know Reese Witherspoon is looking around like, now nah, how the hell did I get in this? It's like, what? Ah! Because Homegirl, she, Rose, added both of them. And Reese is probably like, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't understand. It's like, I'm sitting here like, girl, what are you talking about? And Homegirl is now posting screenshots because she has put a war on Jennifer Newsom is that her name? Yeah, it's her. Homegirl is using Larry Elder. Larry Elder. Larry fucking Elder. I just.
1: so I'm gonna read
0: some of his hits y'all to say this is why it's like what the fuck are y'all talking about <clears throat> a woman who demands further gun control legislation is like a chicken who roots for Colonel Sanders
1: What he's a new age um it's so fucking draining
0: bad schools, crime, drugs high taxes, the social security mess, racism, the healthcare crisis, unemployment, welfare, state dependency, illegitimacy, the gap between rich and poor, what do these issues have in common? Politicians the media and our so-called leaders lie to us about them, they lie about the cause, they lie about the fact, they lie about about the solutions I, I just... I just
1: you picked you picked him
0: sorry okay him so Larry Elder also said that systematic racism is a lie. Yeah. So he's like a oh my god, hold on, I'm gonna find it, but um, yeah, I just I can't get past her putting up Larry Elder. He said he thinks systematic racism is a lie and that rising crime is a result of the Black Lives Matter movement. He thinks welfare is more harmful to Black families than slavery and that the poor performance of Black children in school would be remedied by school choice. (sighs) So he's also a libertarian and, well, y'all know how they do. So this is Black Rand Paul. Yes, Paul, he um, is. Yeah, Paul Rand or whatever his name is. <sighs> okay, rising crime. This is a direct quote, y'all. Rising crime. It's because of this phony narrative that the police are engaging in sy- that the police are engaging in systemic racism and cops are pulling back. When you reduce the possibility of a bi- bad guy getting caught, getting convicted, and getting incarcerated, guess what? Crimes go up. Then another. Sm-
1: uh, he,
0: yeah, I
1: just, I don't have time. I don't. don't time. It was I like, so this me. is a, like,
0: so fuck Rose McGowan. She is unhinged. Um, She is full of shit. And literally she only fights for something that is directly affected her. She is not an ally, no matter how much she fucking lies to people. She is no ally to anybody except Rose McGowan. And we don't call um, taking care of yourself being an ally. You're a selfish trite asshole. I think she kind of approached things as, oh, they're going to support me. Mm -hmm.
1: And I get your unconditional support. And she didn't have a very clear understanding of racial politics. And yes,
0: yeah, it's kind of like you just go, but put that back. Thank you, excuse me. <laughs> yes, that's right. Put him back, put Larry back. We don't want him. And, the thing uh, about it is...
1: told, and that's the thing. So she pulls out a can of beer, talking about if you ever drink this, can I have the can? And I'm just looking like,
0: <sighs> God, Lord, the Lord is. The Lord is testing me. The Lord is testing me. You're so silly. (laughs) The Lord is testing me, Jam.
1: But he's trash. Like I was saying, I don't think Rose McGowan had a very good understanding of racial politics, intersectionality, black womenism. Black women are not feminists. and She just was very on the shallow. She was on the shallow end of the pool. And try mm-hmm. to tread deeper waters. And she just got rocked by the waves. And the thing about it is a lot of times you'll see people going into activist spaces. Mm-hmm. And you can tell how unprepared they are by how easily they get burnt out. Like, it was never going to be easy, ma'am. It was never going to be all roses. You're fighting against a sustainable oppression. That is difficult. That is a struggle. And mm-hmm. you have to be in it. For the long haul, because there did you
0: think Harvey Weinstein was just gonna let you accuse him publicly? Yeah. You thought he was just gonna roll over and take
1: it. He wasn't gonna use his mass wealth and, and money to, to to go after you the way he did before he was discovered. Pretty much. Okay. And Hello. now
0: uh, there's a lot of women that don't have careers anymore because of Harvey Weinstein. He made them disappear. He cut them, he cut their careers off at the knees. And the thing about it is, it's like, you look at Rose, I'm like, it's not that you're necessarily lying, because I don't think you are lying about it, but you literally are only doing this because it directly affected you. Because when people try to correct her on her race, she got defensive, like, look, you don't understand. I'm like, no, bitch, you don't understand. <laughs> And it was kind of like she didn't want to listen. She wanted to be heard, but she never wanted to listen. And that is not how you communicate. You listen to other people. You twat. (laughs) And I'm going to keep calling her twat because seriously, she gets on my damn nerves. It's like you are just, it's just sad to watch. I'm like, you don't understand anything. You and you understand. You are a dumb ass. You are a dumb hoe, and we want you to stop talking, but you don't. You keep talking. <laughs> not you're a dumb hoe, and I want you to stop talking. I'm just saying. <laughs> I want you to. That's the. Well, obviously, I'm not going to say dumb hoe, but um, I want you to stop oh talking. <laughs> to stop talking. I want you to stop talking. <laughs> stop talking oh <laughs> was like you're dumb hoe stop talking stop talking exclamation point there we go all right so last story in um low key i'm sorry high key high this came key. out during the um i'm sorry before we get into this we are recording after september 11th and it was the 20th anniversary of september 11th this weekend We have celebrated in some way, it has been recognized in some, and I'm like celebrating is a weird word to say, but we have recognized September 11th every year since 2002, because it happened 9-11-2001. We have always talked about it, but it's really interesting that folks don't want us to talk about the other part of 9-11 because yeah, you don't want to I- have that discussion you're like oh it unified us i'm like did it it kind of didn't one is it tragic absolutely because the tragedy part is the people who were on those planes who passed away the people who were in the two towers that passed away the two like i think one of the um women who was pulled away she is the ash woman she passed away i think recently. Um, because of the after effects of the um terrorist bombing, which was people getting sick. Yeah. Yeah. People were entrapped in between um concrete and metal for hours, days. So that is the tragedy part. What is not the tragedy part is that it changed how we travel. TSA became a very bigger thing. Before 9-11, you could get through um, the gates in like 30, 45 minutes. You didn't, like now, you better like block off three or four hours.
1: Remember, you could just kind of walk someone to the gates. Correct. You, you could walk to the door.
0: gate. Exactly. You didn't have to wait outside. The gates. I, it was no drop off. Like nope. that whole
1: dropping off thing. You
0: could pop, like you could say bye to them right before they get go through the tunnel to get on the plane. It's not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, now people are like, yeah, wear certain things to the um, airport. Don't wear any shoes that got laces because you're going to have to take them off. Which is why I was like, Monique, you shut the hell up about talking about black women. Going by, <laughs> look at what you're wearing at the um airport. So first of all, I may get randomly checked with someone go through my fucking hair. I have to like wear flip flops or something easy to take on and take off. Exactly. I am not heading to a different gate or a private jet, ma'am. So how mm-hmm. dare you tell me? Like, so first of all, it's also a flying petri dish, and we're on a fucking pandemic. it's yes. like, girl, shut the hell up. Like no, clothes to the airport to sit on an airplane with germs and people who are like, oh my god, uh masks are for suckers. I'm like, shut up. I'm like, girl, Monique, shut up. Um, so the other part of the um of 911 is the Islamophobia and the xenophobia that happened. People literally were like killing, verbally assaulting, physically assaulting harming middle eastern and or muslim people simply because of
1: 9-11 the Sikh population who are not muslim right they're really- and they're not violent either
0: like <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> so add that part
1: like they were like let's talk about y'all going after the wrong
0: and that terrorism right i'm sitting here like are y'all okay I know y'all don't know anything, but the fact that you're looking at all of this happened, they're like, it was so, mu- it was so different then. I'm like, yeah, because y'all can go to New York and beat somebody's ass. And it would be like, well, I can understand people are upset. And it's like, no, I can't. And there's like, you might want to talk to some people who are old enough to remember. I have a friend of mine, he's Syrian. And when he travels, he makes sure to shave his face. He's like, I don't want to look, to middle eastern because i don't want to get stopped i was like that is a problem if you see if you see a man that it was a Sikh, they'd be like oh no it's a terrorist on the plane he's in there like what the hell are y'all to what uh. this is why i was i wanted to like chop just not hilarious in her fucking throat it's like girl shut up it was a joke that shit is not funny Because if it's a white person making jokes about black people, you want him to get the fuck on out of here. That part. And I was like, I'm not about to sit up here and act like I got something in common with white people because we all went through 9-11. Yeah. And it's Uh. not like y'all, and it's like, (sighs) girl, I want to know where y'all get off thinking that this shit is okay. It's not, and it's like as much as y'all want it' like it was so much togetherness. It's like, was it? Y'all were beating up American-born Middle Eastern people, American-born Muslim folks because of what happened in 9/11. But okay, now, but now we've said it. And it's that's not us bringing this up. It's not negating the tragedy. Mm-hmm. But y'all going to stop acting like everything was peaches and cream because, baby, it wasn't not for everybody. It's like you saw Jon Stewart every year going to bat saying first responders need better health care because a lot of them were getting sick. It's like, come on. It's like the fact that John Stewart and I will give him that Jon Stewart did use his privilege like I can get into these rooms. I am on tv everywhere i'm on the daily show so y'all gonna listen to me y'all not gonna listen to a random firefighter saying please take care of us so that whole like we love first responders i'm like yeah because i noticed same folks who are anti-masking and anti-vax y'all stopped clapping clapping for them first responders didn't you like you love first responders so much but you won't get one fucking vaccinated and two wear a fucking mask but you love first responders But you love them though, right? They're doing so much. I'm like, they're health clinicians and health professionals walking the fuck off the job. They're like, this is like it's too much. You do realize they've been gowned and masked, double masked, N95 visor for damn near two years in March. It's September. They're still doing it. Like after and they're doing eight to 12 hour shifts in a mask. And y'all can't. Get vaccinated, y'all can't wear masks. You can't wash your legs. You don't wash your hair. You don't wash your bodies. You don't wipe properly. You got dingleberries in your ass, but y'all can't do that. But like, we love. No, you don't love nobody. You assholes. Okay, let me. I'm sorry. Let me dial it back. But I'm glad I'm talking to somebody who's old enough to remember. I'm like y'all. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I don't. We don't. We don't know what you're talking about. We don't the know where y'all are talking about
2: next, And that was really
0: just because you knew it's kind of like yeah the war and I uh, the war in Afghanistan. Um. Yeah, started around there. That's how George Bush got reelected. But now we said it. Because the thing about it is, like we say, Obama did this, that, and third dog got hit by a train. Y'all realize 9-11 happened on Bush's watch. Nobody blames him. That happened on your lot watch, boo. Bin Laden determined
1: to attack in the United States using planes is what Condoleezza said. Mm-hmm. And there was a memo. And... uh Nobody did anything. No one took it serious.
0: Nope. Um, He won one in 2000 and 2004. Again. And then it's like, y'all, this was on his watch. Remember, September 11th. He was after he got inaugurated in 2001, January 2001, because he won the 2000 election. This happened on his fucking watch. But But now we've said it. But let something happen during Obama's era. And they're like, see, this happened because of Obama. So are we going to talk about 9-11 happening on George Bush's watch or are we just going to ignore it like we typically do? Um, Because when it comes to 9-11, two things are happening at the same time. It was a completely tragic thing that changed millions of people's lives. There are a lot of people who are missing loved ones. There are a lot of people who have long term effects because of all the dust from two very tall skyscrapers coming down. There's a lot of hurt, pain, and trauma, PTSD that comes along with 9 11. At the same time, a lot of people thought this was that gave them carte blanche to be islamophobic and xenophobic they thought they're like it's justified it's like it's not you're in chicago shut up why are you what are you doing it's like wait a minute and the thing about it is, there wasn't like an older middle eastern man got they literally he was walking down the street and somebody attacked him he was minding his very middle eastern business and y'all came after him and that is not a unicorn story. There's a lot of people that that happened to, they didn't tell anybody. So just like people have PTSD about 9-11, open your mind and realize that a Middle Eastern and or Muslim person and not for nothing, a Latinx person, cause they're around the same skin tone. So people thought they were just like, no, I'm Puerto Rican. No, wait, I'm Dominican. No, no, what are you doing? Cause they attacked them too. Please know that's PTSD for them, especially if they have family members that were attacked for no apparent reason. You don't, when it comes to racism, you don't want Black people to bring up that your ancestors are the reason that this happened or that you benefited directly from the racism from your ancestors, but you literally justified attacking people after 9-11. You justified that shit. There's a lot of people who are like, well, I mean, I can understand the anger, of somebody that you don't even fucking know? No, I don't. It's whack of shit. But again, why am I not surprised? Last story, Cook. <clears throat> uh, go ahead. Remember that guy? He, write, he wrote an op-ed. Um, I think it was a year or two ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he was like, everyone's going to celebrate 9-11. But he was like, no, for me, that was when my mom was shot in the head because she was in her job. Mm. Yeah. So just thinking of everyone. Yeah, but it's like I was. I learned last summer that because when it wasn't something I was talking about. Um, I didn't learn in like, um, grade school. So, K through twelve schools. I didn't learn about Japanese internment camps. That they were actually throwing Japanese Americans, people were born in America, in those internment camps. He's like, wait, what? Yeah. Child, it's like Pearl Harbor. Child, just, oh, you're Japanese, or better yet, like, how many Chinese, (laughs) Vietnamese, (laughs) Japanese people were you throwing in those camps too? Because you probably just, oh, you look, oh, you look Japanese, I'm actually from. You look Korean. I'm from Japan. Nope, same thing. Get in that room. Because mm-hmm. you know they like they didn't know the difference, which is whack as hell. Mm-hmm. So last story, there is going to be. Um, they are coming out with a show, and I think this is the actual title of the show called The Activists. It will include julianne huff priyanka chopra and usher it's coming to cbs now they reported over the over the week like during it came out i guess on like thursday so they already had an update okay after the and i'm gonna tell y'all what the story is because i was like Wait, what? After the format for the activists drew some blowback on social media, Deadline reached out to the global citizen for a statement. The activist spotlights individuals who've made it their life's work to change the world for the better, as well as the incredible and often challenging work they do on the ground in their communities. This is not a reality show to trivialize activism. On the contrary, our aim is to support activists everywhere, show the ingenuity and dedication they put into their work, and amplify their causes to an even wider audience. Um, audience. Now, they said this is not a reality show to trivialize activism. <sighs> so here we go. This is what they said before Usher Priyanka Chopra, Jonas. Yeah, put that Jonas in because let me tell you something. Nick be like, I, he looked like his mouth be wearing her the fuck out. Okay, I'm just saying. Um, and Julianne Huff are set to co host the global. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, are set to co-host the Global Citizen Competition series from CBS, The Activist. The five-week reality series premieres at 8 p.m. on Friday, October 22nd on CBS and will be available to stream live and on demand on Paramount+. Oh, sweet Jesus. The Activist is a competition series that features six inspiring activists teamed with three high-profile public figures working together to bring meaningful change to one of three virtually vitally important world causes, health education and environment activists go head to head in challenges to promote their causes with their success measured via online engagement social metrics and host input the three teams have one ultimate goal to create impactful movement that movements that amplify their message drive action, and advance them to the G20 Summit in Rome, Italy. There, they will meet with world leaders in the hope of securing funding and awareness for their causes. The team that receives the largest commitment is celebrated as the overall winner at the finale, which will feature musical performance by some of the world's most passionate artists. <laughs> the series is produced by Global Citizen, the international education and advocacy organization working to catalyze the movement to end extreme poverty that produced the recent... Vax Live, a concert to reunite the world. Girl, what the fuck that is. The Activist is a first-of-its-kind competition that will inspire real change as the series progresses from the United States to Rome for the Activist's final challenge at the G20. Hugh Evans, CEO and co-founder of Global Citizen. The audience will see the Activist's passion and commitment for their causes tested as they petition world le- leaders to take urgent action to resolve the interconnected crisis, crises we face. Added Jack Sussman, Executive VP Specials, Music Live Events, and Alternative Programming, CBS, combining philanthropy and entertainment, The Activist is a groundbreaking series poised to inspire viewers. We're thrilled to have Usher Priyanka and Julianne as part of the series, guiding our CBS audience through the journey of passionate changemakers from around the world. Michael Rapino, CEO of Live Nation Entertainment, said The Activist will spread awareness about society's most urgent issues, which while also giving every viewer the opportunity to be part of the solution an unprecedented example of how entertainment can change the world, combining competition and compassion, these essential causes will take center stage as the show proves that there are no issues we can't solve when we work together and demand change. Wow! So
1: <clears throat> is activism starting to get, the celebrity treatment, is that where we're seeing it going? Because I've always wondered that when I've seen um, Tamika Mallory hanging out with Yandy and For Even though I know they dabble in activism and stuff, I just
0: feel like there's a merging there lately. And I'm curious, like, is, is, is this where activism is going? And what does it mean? And what is it going to look like moving forward? Yeah, because the thing about it is, it's like, I'm sitting here like, Y'all are trying to spin this into something good. Let me say this.
1: Excuse me. I feel like Sean King is going to try out. For this
0: oh, my God. So I like- can I just say <laughs> there's quite a few activists that are quite frankly tiresome and they're draining. And they're exhausting, especially if they are very active on Twitter. There are some that are just fun and they spend education. But there's other people who sometimes are condescending and they're assholes. It is... I don't even know how else to say this at this point. Some people are just fucking assholes. And, and the thing about it is we let them, we, we let it go past that or we ignore that fact because they are doing activist work. But we need to step away from this thought that all activists are good people. Some of them are not. Well, there's that. Some of them are not. Not that, that. like they you. We give them a little bit of grace because they're doing something to help their community, but them as people, not so much. They're not. I wouldn't want to have a glass of wine with you, honey. I wouldn't want to like binge Kim's, um, convenience. Which sidebar, Kim's convenience <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> that show is so. I, I'm on first season. Um, I started watching it because. Um, the guy who plays Shang-Chi, Simu Lee, he's uh-huh. in that show. And I remember like, you remember how like little things here, like, oh, they're getting rid of Kim's um, convenience. I think he did a um, Instagram live a few um, months ago because it wasn't that they weren't getting good ratings. It was because the, um, the producers walked away. So it wasn't that, they didn't want to do it or they didn't have the ratings the producer's the one that that's the reason why there's no new show because the producer's like yeah fuck this i'm out so so the the show is really good it really, it's really good i just wanted to say that
1: yeah i think it was something about they didn't agree there was a disagreement there too yeah yeah,
0: yeah. so it's kind of like it, it's one it's a funny ass show And it's not them doing caricatures of Korean people because it's supposed to be a Korean family. Um, And Simu Simu Liu, he is Chinese, but I think that's fine. But what do I know? I am not Asian, so I'm not going to like jump down nobody's shit if they say no. This that's right. That's something I'm like because I mean I saw the discourse about crazy rich Asians, which I was like I'm all excited for this, but then you saw actual people from asia going yeah y'all can keep this <laughs> because it's like they don't have a you don't, over in asia they don't have a representation problem yeah they see asian people every day wherever your country is i see korean people every day i'm in korea i see them every day i'm in china, yeah. I see china like that's how their entertainment is framed they see a lot of themselves it's like it's one of those things where um, in America, probably not. In Canada, probably not. South America, maybe. Nah, yeah. So it's kind of like been in Asia, it's totally different. So they were like, yeah, fuck this. And now Shang-Chi is not getting a um, premiere in China, but they don't really have premieres anymore because they're very much like they control about what stuff they endorse. So whatever. Um, mm-hmm. nothing to do with this story, it's just, I think this is dumb. <laughs> Short answer is like, I think this is dumb. Long answer is, I think this is dumb. However, I'm wondering what kind of activists y'all are getting. Because for me, when I think about activists, not saying that global warming activists are not important, but I would love to see opportunities like this. And mind you, it's terrible. And I'm still like, I want opportunities to get your platform to a bigger audience for Activists for communities of color, activists who are talking about trans rights, activists for um, childhood hunger. And I'm like, something, I don't know what it is. I'm like, not saying a global warming is not important, y'all. I swear <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying people who spend their life trying to get out trans issues and get it to y'all to actually get on board with people who want to talk about childhood hunger and why children should not be only eating when they're in school. So if they're not in school, when are they eating? Talk yeah. about that. Talk about that. Let's talk about like social justice. A stop AP AAPI hate Black Lives Matter. Um it's like there's a lot of stuff out there that we could be talking about. It's like mind you um there's a lot of activist groups that are in other cities that people just don't know. It's like, you don't know. It's like, they're like, y'all don't talk about black on black crime. Um, You don't Google. It's like, uh, you might want to Google shit before you talk to me because that's the issue. It's like, yeah, you're saying that nobody is talking about it. It's like, yeah, nobody with a large platform is talking about it. Mm-hmm. There is the difference. There is a lot. Um, So the ceasefire Um. I won't say or I will say I don't know if I want to call it an organization, but major a lot of major cities have a ceasefire group. Baltimore has one. I think Chicago has one. they so like y'all I'm don't sure. care about it. I'm like no no no. There are there, but baby you have to um, look for it because one that's how people get it to not care. Black-on-black black crime, that's not a thing. You're talking about proximity. Because, I'm sorry, if you are a poor and you have a spirit of lack, you're not driving across town. You're going to go where you're, like, it's close. Because it's a spirit of lack. It's proximity. It's not black-on-black black crime because, hey, poor white people steal from poor white people. It's it's like it's about proximity and socioeconomic status. Because affluent black neighborhoods don't have a crime problem. Because they don't lack anything. Mm-hmm. So they're saying it's a five-week study. I want to know whose bright idea this was. Because I have questions. Or why do we have to make this a competition? Not This is not like um, the shark tank where you're doing a competition to give us your invention. This is something different. Uh, as much as I have issues with it, if it helps somebody who has, like, I have a very important thing to say, okay. It's kind of like how I can see the issues with the new Cinderella movie with Camilla Cabello, but I still love Billy Porter and I just want nice things for him. Okay. I. Mm-mm. <laughs> like, I, I want to fight that movie. I've heard some <laughs> of the clips. We are doing Rhythm Nation. I want oh to breeze her palm and see the girl across the space. And Mil- Bye, girl. Bye. I was like, the bad part about it is, it's like, I, it sucks that Billy Porter's name is attached to this. That's all I'm, it's just like, I was sitting there like,
1: Why is your name
0: attached to this? Why? Why? Why can't it be something else? Oh, my God. I hate it. I hate it. It's like, that's great. I hate it. I hate it. But I like Billy Porter. And someone pointed out, like, why they make the gay guy a fairy godfather? I'm like, see, let me just shut up. (laughs) Let
1: me just shut up. Was that Billy's idea? I don't
0: know. I I don't know. I remember him mentioning that he was working on this. So that's the thing. Yeah. I remember him talking about this. And the thing about it is, it's like, I feel like I give Billy a little bit more grace because I know how long it took to him, took him to break out. He has been around for decades. That's the other thing. People think like use it, like they have instant success. I'm like, you don't realize how many decades, he had to go through to get to pose. You know, it's like, come on. It's like, because mm-hmm. that man can sing. He has been on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, He's been making music in the album. So fun fact for y'all. If you've watched the first wives club m- movie, there is a song called. Uh, Love will find a way that is Billy Porter. He has a Ooh. song on the First Wives Club's soundtrack. Cause that's, that's how Mama, that, that girl. I love that movie. I think they're. I think. I think they might be also bringing it to a um, Broadway. I'm trying to think. Maybe they've already started. I think there may have been like I talks say about it, Thank like coming mean. to Broadway. Because you know it's going to end up being like a. What's it called? A musical, you know, it's going to come, you know, it's going to be, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's going to be a musical. So the song is actually called Love is on the Way. That is sung by Billy Porter. Um, If you want a point of reference to where it is in a movie, it's after they all three of them have their big fight and it's playing with like the different scenes of the different folks. Um, But yeah. This was 1996. That is a long ass fucking time. Yeah. Um, this like, year. It's 20. That's like 20. Oh, wait, wait. Let me say 20. 30, 25. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I'm sitting here like, yeah, I'm gonna give him a little bit more grace because when I know how long Billy worked to get where he is now. And he's very honest about that. He's just like, it took me so long because he's like, I was ready to give up. So, yeah. I will give him all the grace. That lady from that group who act like she ain't say them n words, not her. Grease your palm, Janet, and smack her. I got a re- for ever no ever for Fuck her. Yep. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I don't know. Someone's like, I thought we canceled. C- c- Camilla Cabello. I'm like, nobody ever gets canceled. I just want to like say that. No one ever gets canceled because she just kind of rebranded herself, you know, mm-hmm. fell back, and came back out with a big boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh,
1: yay. And
0: then yay. Just- it's like, oh, great. I didn't forget, bitch. We didn't forget because you like took down that Tumblr account and you wrote all these long ass, um, all these long-ass apologies. I'm like, did you apologize to Normani? I don't think you did. You apologized that your fans saw you using racial slurs. And the thing about it is, if Normani holds your feet to the fire, she's going to look like the asshole and not you. But meanwhile, some of y'all can't even forgive Michael Vick. Or Jane Fonda. Y'all will never let that woman rest about that. There are still people reminding her about that shit listen people and it's been how long what 50 years at least people do what they want to do and i'm convinced people know what they're doing out here and Mm -hmm. they do that shit anyway correct it's like child it's like get off my nerves yeah i don't know what's going to happen with this activist show it sounds like a bad idea it just does (laughs) it's like it just sounds like a bad idea it's like i i I can't and it's kind of like I'm looking at who's attached and well. Let me say this, y'all. I thoroughly enjoy his music, and I hear the um, the performances at the re- the residency are superlative. That clip of Kevin Hart coming on stage was probably the first the first time in a very long time that I've watched that I've laughed at Kevin Hart on camera. Y'all could take that exactly how the fuck I'm saying it. Because that last stand-up was booty. That was that, Dingleberries. That. Uh-huh. Oh my God, that's the show title. Dingleberries. They're like, what the hell is wrong with you? You don't understand. That, that, it was Dingleberries, okay? So I adore Usher the Artist. Uh-huh. This is questionable. I don't understand why. Priyanka Chopra Jonas... Okay. I
2: feel like this is up her alley a
0: little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Julianne Huff, girl, I remember Dirty Dancing. Fuck you, and that Footloose movie. I think you were in that too. Yeah, fuck you. Okay, it's like uh, I'm screaming. I'm, screaming. I'm just saying, it's like no Julianne, no 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 Julianne, ex girlfriend of Ryan Seacrest.
1: Didn't she do something racist too?
0: I think she did. I don't follow her too much because, well, I don't care about her. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. Oh, she also, it's funny because she describes herself as not straight. That's super weird. <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? So if you're not straight, I oh. mean, you can say you're queer, but it's like, I don't want to, I guess she doesn't want to say it. Oh. that's weird when you think about it, it's she's like i'm not straight so what are you she's just trying to figure it out yeah. <laughs> okay yeah um mm, yeah terrible movies um yes yeah. <laughs> she was and she was also in rock of ages which justice for mary j blotch that's it she was the best part of rock of ages quite frankly sorry y'all She she really she really does I think she may not have been in Dirty Dancing. I may just be making it up, but she damn sure was in Footloose because what the fuck? Mm. Girl, go to hell with this. Apollo, go away from me with this. Just, I don't know why I'm trying to make Julianne Hough happen, but okay. Um, but I think that's all that. I. Oh, wait, she did. Oh, so apparently a few years ago, she was in Blackface. Yeah, she and did 2013. Yeah, when well, she dressed up as crazy eyes, that's her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's her. I was like, racist. Oh, that's right. That's her. Um, and everybody was like, oh, my God, she's so good. Oh, my God. You really could have just did your hair in the... And fake bantu knots because so in hair would have gave it away it really would have if you especially if you had done just like just like the fake bantu knots because you can only do so much with your um your brand <laughs> your your strain of hair did you say strain i okay. did say strain it's okay. probably not the right word <laughs> <laughs> that's not the right word y'all I'm sorry it's late that's why I'm like I don't know the word the thing the thing yeah mm-hmm. the, the, the texture sorry y'all the texture of your hair will not give you proper bantu knots but if you had did them we would have just girl you could have wore a goddamn black wig don't buy no afro i gotta smack you um but yeah there's so many reasons why you could have done this correctly but you didn't because well okay and it was just like Girl, you could have dressed up like, oh, I don't know, one of the other white characters instead of being... If you can't just be not ridiculous, I need y'all to just go to hell. That's it. The end. (laughs) It's like, like, y'all can just go to hell. But I think that is all I have. Any final thoughts from me, Um, mistress, as my mother calls you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, as far as the activism show... I'm really hoping that they are giving opportunities, especially in climate change, Mm -hmm. um, give
0: opportunity to people who come from indigenous populations who are already experiencing the effects of climate change. Right. And I hope someone talks about over-harvesting. Of crops like with quinoa and other herbs and things that you know we kind of tend to make fads in America, but indigenous populations were able to grow and could sustain themselves right. for you know relatively cheap, but now you know
1: they're being over mm.
0: yeah. Driving up the cost of their grain um and that impact. Mm-hmm. And I, I just hope that they really do talk about global hunger, climate change, um, education and and things that are really important. I hope they do highlight these things and people do take an interest. Yeah. But also too, I do not want them to sell their souls for this. That's the other thing. It's like, it's a weird place to be in because it's like, you want it to be here, but then you're also like, I don't want it to be. Yeah, it's hard. Like to an extent is capitalism or trying to make a commercial um, commodity of activism really going to be effective yeah 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 because the thing about it is it's like we live in this kind of society and we don't want to talk about capitalism but it's like it takes capital for Mm -hmm. activism it's kind of like it it just does and that's the bad part it's kind of like you got to have the heart for it but you also need the capital behind it Mm because that will help because there's a lot of activists that struggle quite a bit because it's thankless because people act like nobody's talking about this. And you'd be like, girl, I've been talking about this for 12 years. What you mean? Where you been? Mm-hmm. So there's there's that. It's like, oh God. Oh, and y'all. So oh, I'm sorry. So listen, I don't want to end on that bad note. So two things. Britney Spears is now engaged. Yes. She stayed with a nice Arabian man. Well, I almost <laughs> like she is now uh, engaged. I said, oh shoot. Um, I, I love it. And also Uzo Aduba is married oh. Girl,
1: I and she been, been married
0: since 2020. I said, bitch, I love this. I am here for all of these black women just popping up married. I'm here for that as an aesthetic, getting ma- as a on. movement and as a lifestyle. I'm here for like, if I pop
1: up married, pregnant or whatever, just, you know, mind your business.
0: Right, because I'm so people here. who needed to know, new
1: it was just like, I know that's right,
0: because she is stunning and her new man is fine as fine, girl. I, I just can't believe it. when it said 2020, I was like, You mean like last year? <sighs> yeah, I said, I love it. Congrats to her. Um, unfortunately she got married last year and her mother passed away last year too. Oh that's um but she didn't tell anybody till this April apparently mm. and I'm just like and apparently her mother had cancer um so that is just that that's a lot so a lot of good things happened, a good thing happened and a bad thing happened but it seemed like she was very um close to her mom, because she always, like, her Her name is actually longer than Uzo, and she didn't like her name, and her mother, like, basically had to have a come-to-Jesus mo- moment with her, like, I picked your name for a reason. Yeah. So. And you're gonna love it, God damn it. That's it. So, um, yeah. I was like, I, I love it. I love Issa is just like, oh, yeah, I did something this weekend, girl. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> i like, uh, and Uzo was like, oh, I've been married since last year. Uh, oh, okay. I love it. Go so, off, baby. I'm sorry. It's like, I can see why, but I think, you know, she's always been very quiet. She don't tell people shit. Yeah. It was like, oh, she don't tell nobody nothing. She'd be like, do, 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 do. I like, mean, because
1: I watched her in um, Love, really, and I,
0: I loved her character. Mm, uh, she okay. Was so amazing, wonderful to watch. The movie with um, Ralph Angel. Mm hmm. And him, girl, he wasn't crying for once. And I was happy. Yeah. So mm. <sighs> she got met And that's the thing. In the caption, she wrote, when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. When, Harry, me. met <laughs> salary, when Harry met Sally, for some, it feels like we wait for our whole lives for our someone. My love, I'm so happy my life started last year with you. Girl. Beautiful. Girl. I beautiful. Adore this. And she looks be- this her skin is radiant. I, I just love it. And he's just like, oh my gosh, she loves me because he's so handsome and she's so beautiful. I can't stand it. Um, but yeah, guys, that's all I have. Cook. Before we get on out of here, please tell everybody how they can find you, how they can find highly inappropriate. Well, you can catch me on Instagram at highly inappropriate underscore spanet that's s-p-a-n-n-e-t uh you can catch me on um high span at at high span on twitter i think that's my twitter handle
1: (laughs) um as well as at the cooking and And on facebook you can find me on highly inappropriate fan page where you can see me posting content um yeah and i will be back soon with new episodes (laughs) so be on the lookout for that really excited (laughs)
0: or whatever I'm excited. You know, I'm excited, girl. Uh, you know, I'm all about it. Woo! Sorry. I need to stop. No, I don't. I'm not. I'm never going to stop being excited for you. you. Of course. I'm always excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always excited. I'm like, I'm excited, y'all. Y'all gonna leave me be. But guys, this has been the Mocha Minutes Podcast. I will be back next week for more shenanigans. It is getting close to the four-year... I don't know if I want to say birthday or anniversary, but I feel like this is my baby. So I'm going to say birthday. So oh. getting close to the four year. My baby is turning four years old. This is the Mocha In this Podcast this month. So we're getting kind of close to the birthday. And uh, yeah. So yeah. Thank you all for rocking with me. All right. Because four Let's years go. is, hey. and like, you're a veteran. I'm like, sometimes I feel like I'm not, but... Hey, sometimes you can be a Tom Brady or sometimes you could be a Rob Gronkowski. I'm a Rob Gronkowski. (laughs) (laughs) Or a Larry Fitzgerald. I'm trying to think of somebody who's a good... uh, Or a Sizzle Suggs. Uh Or somebody who's playing. Mm, A DeAndre Hopkins. (laughs) That man got some badass hands, I'll tell you what. It's like shit. I, you know, I got questions about
1: them um, receivers in my hands.
0: Girl, <laughs> I just want to see ca- how much can you grab? Because it's like, mm. okay, let me shut up. Mm, girl, all I think is nasty thoughts about line moves with fat asses Make and wide receivers it. with them big old hands. Make it nasty. Make it nasty. We are, we are a mess. <laughs> all right, y'all. I'll be back next week yay oh. Tulu! <laughs>